Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. Thank you. Wow. The anointing is the manifest presence of God. And boy, God is in this house tonight. The Lord Jesus Christ, Christ means anointed one, spoke, things happened. And he's in this house tonight. He's in this house tonight by his spirit. And people's lives were going to be impacted and filled. Some will be filled afresh. Some people are going to have a significant breakthrough in your life tonight. I just know that. Let's reach up to heaven and just invite him. Respond to him. Holy Spirit, just walk up and down these aisles. Touch every life. Set people free. There's some people in this place that have got burdens. They've got lies of the enemy that are controlling them tonight. I pray that that will be blown off of their shoulders and released in Jesus' name. Lord, there are strongholds that are going to just run away from the presence of Almighty God. Lord, your your power sets people free. Your love drives out fear. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you would empower us. Lord, you would fill us and overflow us. And your kingdom life will just flow through us. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you've come to meet with each one of us to fill us and empower us and anoint us and overflow us in Jesus' name. There's several people here, you can already feel the the healing power of God. It's like a, a heat or a fire in a part of your body. Someone in their elbow right now, you can feel the heat and the power of God. There's a healing happening right now. And as I was praying, I saw there's one or two people and you've been wrestling with smoking or an addiction and it was like a weight or A power of darkness has been trying to sit on your shoulder and whisper in your ear that you can't be free of that because that's been in your family for three generations. But I want to say the power of Jesus here tonight to break that and to cause that to flee off of your life and off of your family in Jesus' name. His life is here. Oh God, oh God, let your kingdom just be revealed. Lord, come in grace. And power, for some it will be a still small voice saying, it's okay, I'm with you. For others it will be a power encounter that just releases your life. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our seats. You guys can stay if you like because I'm only preaching for 15 minutes. Psalm 23, verse 5 says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Oh, God, can't you do it in your friends? we got friends here tonight, so we're in the presence of our friends. But even when you're in the presence of enemies, and the enemy can be people who are causing life to be difficult, or it can be the enemies of shame or guilt or fear or lack. It can be your past. It can be anything He says, I will prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. 
Wow, we're about overflow in our church. The theme this year is more than we've seen and we're going to see overflow. And tonight, there's an overflow coming in many of our hearts afresh. And it says, Surely your goodness and love and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that's not just about heaven, that's now. Every day. And that word follow... One of the meanings in the original language is actually to pursue or run after you, to catch up with you and pour His blessing on you. We're good at running away from God when we're afraid, ashamed. When we give in, we we run away from God. But guess what? God can run faster than any of us because He fills the heavens and the earth. And it says, He will pursue you and I with His anointing and presence so that you can be filled to overflowing. So tonight we're going to offer to anoint everyone with oil. Just a little bit of oil because oil represents His Holy Spirit power. It's a point of faith and connection. There's nothing magic in the oil. It hasn't come from olive trees off Mount Olivet in Jerusalem or anything. This is just a point of contact because the Bible said anoint with oil because God says I will anoint you with my Holy Spirit oil. And it's a point of faith or contact. What is the anointing? It's the manifest presence of God. There's three types of anointing in the Bible. It says the anointing that abides within or the believer's anointing. 1 John 2 talks about we have this anointing abiding within us. When you are born again by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit comes in, makes Jesus real, forgives us our sin, and He abides with us. He doesn't come and go. He abides. Anointing within us. Then there's an anointing that comes upon you for a task for a ministry when you're praying for someone all of a sudden you feel like something shifts and the anointing of God comes and there's faith and authority you started off praying and hoping but by the end of your prayer you know that God's setting them free or touching their life the anointing has just come upon you to equip you for a task you can be a parent you can be a teacher or a doctor or anything in your skill and your field of service the anointing can come upon you with wisdom that you don't know He can come upon you for a task or a season or a ministry or a calling on your life. When I go on missions trips, the anointing comes upon me to empower me to minister into different cultures. I don't know how they tick, but you start to preach and minister and all of a sudden you end up with illustration, things that you just don't even know, but it just flows. And God gives us power to flow wherever we are. And then there is the corporate anointing. The anointing that comes when we worship and pray together. It's a combination of the anointing within and the anointing upon, and it just multiplies. That's why I love church. That's what the Bible says. Don't forsake the gathering or assembling together because something happens. Because it says, wherever two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. And if you look in the Amplified, the original language, the I am is in capitals. It's the God, the great I am. It's it's the I will be in your midst when you come in my name. So he's here tonight because we've come in his name. The almighty God. Don't let the devil lie to you that God's left you. If you're born again and you want to follow God, and even though you stumble along and make some mistakes and still wrestle with stuff, the Spirit of God is within us. As we live responsive, surrendered, holy lives, we'll experience more and more of the anointing upon us. And then when we gather, it just gets multiplied. How powerful is our God? 2 Corinthians 1.20 
1 says, Now it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set His seal of ownership on us, and put His Spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Wow, when you sense the anointing of the Spirit, it's a guarantee of what's coming. It's like you pay a deposit on a car or a house, and you know when the full payment comes, it's yours. The Spirit of God's come upon us. We feel and sense the anointing of the Spirit. It's not just a religious thing. This is life. This is His power. Some will say, well, you're Pentecostals. You're just so emotional and you, you love all the feelings. I said, well, that's what God said. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That means emotion, passion, intellect, belief, strength, the whole lot. Let's just go for it. Let His praise, because God's come to reveal Himself and He wants us to love Him with all of our being. It's a deposit. It's a guarantee of what's to come in our lives. Ephesians 3.20, we shared it this morning in our launch and vision. This is our, one of our key scriptures for this year. Now to Him who is able to carry out His purpose and do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes or dreams according to His power that is at work within us. How's it going to happen? It's the power of the Holy Spirit within us. He's the one that's going to help you keep going when you have a tough day or a tough week. He's the one that's going to keep you going when other people say, what are, you, what are you praying and believing for? Are you dreaming for that? You are crazy. But if God's put it in your heart, don't let go of it. It's the power of the Spirit that will keep reminding you, showing you, giving you glimpses of what God can do in and through our lives. How He can shake and change our city and our community. We are world changers because Christ is within us. When Jesus walked on the earth, wherever town He went into, things changed and shifted. And it happens the same with you and I because we have the same anointing that Jesus carried. Our task or role might be slightly different, but let me tell you, we are carriers. We are filled, and I pray that you are overflowing. So when we have this moment of anointing oil in a few moments, I want you to come with just an open heart. Some of you have got dreams and hopes and prayers, and I want you to bring them to God and say, Lord, can you please put your anointing on this so that you can give me wisdom to know how to achieve this? Lord, can you empower me beyond my natural limitations? God, can you fill me and heal me and release me? You're coming with your prayers, hopes, and dreams. And many of you have written down some goals or dreams for this year. And if you haven't, I encourage you to write some down, maybe just one or two, and say, God, before this year's out, I'm believing for this to happen. I'm believing to lead five people to Jesus. Lord, I'm believing for you to equip me to step up in a new area of leadership and service. Lord, I'm believing you'll give me the power to finish that course so I can be equipped to step out in life. Their dreams and hopes and the Spirit of God's within us to help us make it happen. Isaiah, we're, John 4.13, let's read this. Jesus said, everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again and again. Anyone who drinks the water I give will never thirst, not ever. The water I give will be an artesian spring within, gushing fountains of endless life. Wow, that's the Spirit of God, His living water within you, gushing out fountains of life. 
even you have a tough day, the Spirit of God can just start to, when I speak in other tongues, when I worship or pray or get the Word and the promise of God, it starts to stir your spirit. Stuff starts to come up. Out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. So you're a well and a river. As a church, we're a well where people can come and drink. We're also a river that's flowing out and touching wherever we go. So you're a well and a river when we have the anointing of God filling and overflowing our lives. Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me. And remember Jesus read this in Luke 4.18. He grabbed this scripture and read it. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes the oil of joy instead of mourning a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair they will be called oaks of righteousness a planning of the Lord for the display of His splendour not for us to look how spiritual we are but for his splendor through our lives they will be called oaks of righteousness for his splendor they will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated they will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations you notice it says the anointing of God is upon me because he's anointed me because and then he says he's anointed me because so that I can then come and bring to the brokenhearted, the blind. So the anointing of God's not about just feeling great or saying, wow, we had a great time at church and you go feeling a buzz and feeling, wow, God was in the house tonight. Or in your worship time, you say, wow, I had an awesome devotion. God drew so close. That's a beautiful relational dynamic. But when the anointing comes, it's to fill us, to empower us, to touch others with his presence. It's always two. It's because and two. And sometimes when revivals and works of God have come, they lose momentum as soon as the people start to get self-focused saying, I just want to be filled up and feel really happy and comfortable. It's always because and two, and that will keep the river flowing. And I believe God's saying, hey, some of you say, if only I had more anointing, I'd do this. You've probably got more than you need already. Just start using what you've got and you'll, then will God add more. I've learned if I use what I've got, even though I'm stepping out with steps of faith and praying for the sick and doing stuff and having a go, if you just step out with what you've got and obey the Holy Spirit, you'll be amazed. He will then say, hey, I can trust that person. I'm going to give him more and more and more and more. You want more? Use what you've got. Because if, if you don't use what you've got, God then says, well, why do you need more? You're not even using what I've given you. It's like a kid comes and says, I want some lollies, Dad. And you look in their hand, they've already got a fistful and their pockets are full. Why do you want more when you're not using what you got? It's the same with the present anointing of God. I believe God's saying this year, if you want to see more, use what you've got and let's see what He will do. And I think some of you are going to be amazed and surprised as we just step up and release what God has given us to do because His power is with us. Wow. The anointing to receive and release. The power. Luke 24, 49. I'm going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you've been enclosed with power from on high. Acts 1, 8, it goes on, but you will receive power. 
You know what, what that word power is? It's, it comes from dunamis, which means dynamite. Whenever anyone says, I'm a follower of Jesus and I'm filled with the Spirit, I look and see, is there any dynamite in your life? Have I seen any explosions around here lately and a bit of darkness spun off people's lives? Have you influenced the culture of your workplace? Have you brought light into the darkness? Is there power? Is some dynamite getting rid of that which the kingdom of darkness and of selfishness is controlling people? I want to see some dynamite going off if you said, I'm anointed of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes it's just quietly influencing when the, the darkness comes and the, the negativity and fear and gossip and slander and you say, hold on, life's not just like that. There's something different. Whenever I go to the Chamber of Commerce, I sit with different people and I have the most amazing conversations. I just love it. They come and, and they start chatting. I said, how's business? And someone I say, yeah, that's a shame you're feeling so negative because I think things are changing. And after about 10 minutes, they're convinced they can go and take the world. And I just let Jesus in me bring hope to their life. Because we can so get negative and overwhelmed and there's so much pain and difficulty. But when the Spirit of God surges within, you can't stay in a place of negativity and fear and the impossibilities because the Spirit of God will stir you to step up and not settle where you are. And we've got some huge mountains. There's mountains of sickness and abuse and darkness and lack all across our city. But our kingdom of God is so powerful because the same spirit that's on Christ is on you. And wherever he went, things shifted and changed. He didn't heal everyone, but wherever he went and with purpose and people responded, there was breakthrough and change. And I want to say, don't settle where you are. There's power. It'll also bring revelation and wisdom. The Spirit of God will come and give you insight that you just don't have. I love it when you wake up and you just know that you know that God's going to make a way. You'll be reading the Scripture and all of a sudden it's like the light turns on. Think, I've got it. I now know what the answer is. Oh, Spirit of God, just bring it to pass. I love this one, Exodus 31. For all the practical people out there, you say, well, that's nice to be spiritual. How about me? I'm a tradesman or I'm a practical person. Exodus 31, 2 and 3. See, I have chosen Bezalel and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, with all kinds of skills to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood and to engage in all kinds of crafts. The anointing can empower you to be the best tradesperson in our city. It can help you to be the best worker, the best team member, in church or in our community, the best parent possible, the anointing will cause you to lift. Redemption and lift. You don't stay where you are. And I've learned the more you release it, the more it will flow. A couple more things, then we'll get ready to pray. When the Spirit of God's flowing, there's freedom. Some of you look at me and think, how can you be so passionate and full of life? It's the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I was raised in a farming community I was really shy I couldn't speak in front of people in my class when visitors used to come I used to go and hide behind the house I was so shy when I was a kid you find it hard to believe but it's true but when I got born again and filled with the Holy Spirit things started to shift and change and within a year or two I'm out there reading Jesus marches down the main street of Toowoomba and this is the shy kid who didn't even know how to talk to strangers something shifted because God just released what was inside of me the anointing doesn't make you a different person he just releases who you were always meant to be that's been blocked by sin and shame and other people's opinions 
just releases you through your unique personality, through your gifts and crafts and skills to flourish and function. Oh, I just thank God for it. So it brings freedom. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 says, Now the Lord is a spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And with all with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Wow. So if you want more freedom, just allow more Spirit to flow. Because the Holy Spirit just busts things open. He busts open prison cells. He releases life. He brings kingdom. He will give you grace to keep on walking even when there's great darkness or illness around your life. God will give you grace. His grace is sufficient. Sometimes God will do the blow things out of the water and get you totally healed and free. Other times He will give you grace to walk for a season so you grow in compassion to help other people in need. God's ways are higher than our ways. And lastly, He'll give us wisdom to reach our goals. I love Proverbs 16, 1 to 4. To humans belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. All a person's ways seem pure then, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. The Lord works out everything to its proper end. Mate, if you really believe that, we shouldn't be worrying about the future. Really. We, we influence, we pray, we do all whatever we can. But we don't let fear. And verse 9, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Hallelujah. And lastly, if we want to flow in the anointing, we've got to learn to receive and then release. Some of us don't even know how to receive because we've been raised with lack or we've lived in a performance-based society where if you do this and this and this, then I'll give you that. And some of us bring that to God. If you want to be filled and receive and think, well, I need to go to church four times a week and I need to do this and I need to give all my money to, to help feed the poor and, I, and if I'm not praying and if I'm not reading at least five chapters of the Bible every day, you've got this works mentality. That's called religion, not freedom in relationship. Let's be disciplined. Let's have self-control. Let's do the, the things we need to do, but let's do it out of freedom and release and joy and let me tell you, there's an overflow that's contagious. There's a whole lot of people in our city just can't wait to get the overflow of what you carry in your life. There's probably tonight you're going to encounter freedom. I know that's going to happen tonight in Jesus' name. Let's get ready to receive. Last verse, John 7, 37, the last and greatest day of the feast. Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. That's receiving. Whoever believes in me, as Scripture said, rivers of living water will flow from them. That's giving, releasing. By this he meant the Spirit whom those who believed him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. I want to encourage you tonight. Wherever you are in your journey, maybe you're not born again. You need to say, Jesus, be Lord of my life. I want you to be the center of my life. Maybe you've known Jesus, but it's time to reconnect. When you come out the front, I want you to meet, meet with Jesus. Maybe you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit. You've, you've been born again, but you don't have that freedom of the Spirit of speaking in, in a heavenly language that God uh, promises and releases to. We haven't got time to speak of that. But when you get anointed with oil, just believe for a release from your spirit to be able to praise and worship God in a heavenly language. To be able to move, have a new power in your life. 
a new freedom in your soul where fear doesn't control you and the voice of that whatever trying sitting on your shoulder saying you can't do that who do you think you are that's gonna go some people tonight are gonna leave here knowing that the power of that voice is broken over your life that inner voice that keeps talking in your head and wakes you up in the middle of the night saying you can't do it tonight shame and guilt is gonna lose its power Because Jesus comes, the anointing breaks the yoke and cuts that chain and rope off your legs so you can walk and run freer. And I believe that God's calling us as a church, as individuals, to understand the power of the risen Christ. But you will build yourself up praying in the Holy Spirit. Let's stand in His presence. Have the worship team come back up. What we're going to do tonight, we're going to remove that front row of seats right across. Just do it quietly. Thanks, team, some of the guys. We're going to sing a song and pray. And then what we're going to do is we're going to have six of our team are going to be standing along the front just with a little container of anointing oil. Thanks, guys. We'll just pack up the front row right across. So we'll just give some space. And I encourage you to say, well, hey, I've never been in a service like this or I'm not sure what's going to happen. Don't be afraid. This is a free will choice. You don't have to come and be prayed for. But we want to offer a moment of encounter and breakthrough. Every year we do this and we always have some great stories of miracles, of breakthrough. Some of you need a breakthrough from sickness. When you come, I want you just to believe that the Spirit of God Maybe you've... Your, your journey with Jesus has been off and on and it's just sort of hasn't been free. I want to encourage you when you come, as Peter shared earlier, just lay it down. Lay it down. That whole works thing and thinking I've just got to be good enough. Jesus gives freely. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. 